podcasting rent-free from the top of your head. You're listening to the Brain Slug Podcast. Speaking of bops, <laughs> in a really awkward seg. <laughs> yeah, I, I, am I supposed to transition that in the beginning? How? There's a whole part of that conversation that has nothing to do with this that I'm going to have okay. to somehow edit into a tra- into an intro transition. So we're we're spot to put that in, Cat. <laughs> no, because we start singing. It's been Agatha all along. <laughs> it's been crippling depression all along. <laughs> crippling depression and, and grief. And all don't forget <laughs> the grief too. <laughs> Oh man, this this show has been something else, hasn't it? Something else. It's been great, personally. Um, but yes. So, despite our awkward intro, uh, we are talking Wandavision this week. Um, it's kind of our finale wrap up. I don't know. When did we last talk about WandaVision? It was about four episodes in, I think, right? Yeah. Uh, we done two like or the, three episodes. We took we, some weeks off, too, in that time. So not episode count-wise, not too far, not too long ago. Yeah. <laughs> and I think we got maybe not quite halfway through through the season. But now we're all done, and... Like Wanda, we are processing our feelings <laughs> and trying to move on with our lives, maybe. Or just <laughs> move on with our lives. <laughs> or just rehexing ourselves as we come up on the like one year anniversary of a lot of COVID lockdowns. So yeah. You know, you, you know fictional you escape. You gotta love the ironies of life sometimes, right? Uh, WandaVision ended up being one of those perfect COVID shows. It's a COVID show. It but is they a COVID didn't know show. That. They weren't no, they, didn't they know that didn't. when they were making it. I and it got I, pushed. It, it got. It ended up being the first release of the COVID, the first Marvel release of the COVID era, and it ended up being about COVID somehow. Yes, thematically. Yeah. that's so weird. That's that, there's something at play there. <laughs> I don't know if it's. I, I don't know. Fate. I don't know, but it's weird. Fate had a Fate. role in that. Uh, yeah, I don't know what. I actually think, and this might come up later, that it it has to do with like shooting schedules and effects that had to go in, and how long that was taking in you know each of these shows. But um, because of that, Fate intervened, and we got Wandavision first, and I think it was perfect. Like the timing of the show and the whole show being about dealing with grief and like the stages of grief I, that was just perfectly uh in a setting of isolation time. yeah you know isolated in the hex like you could not have literally asked for something more <laughs> on target even though obviously when they were creating this they didn't know that this was gonna happen so i don't know did you cry during the finale no, I I was a little emotional, but I was too... TikTok ruined the show for me in that... <laughs> in that... Okay, a little backtracking here. When it was revealed that Agatha was, you know, the main the main bad, right? The main character bad. I mean, the main bad in this show is grief, obviously. On process, yes, grief is yeah. the main bad. But, like, the main character, you know, the comic book introductory big yes. bad was Agatha the Witch, right? Yes. Um... 
by that point, by that by that time, that reveal was, had come up, right? I had, I had seen so many TikToks about it that I was just like, I don't care. <laughs> Ralph is Mephisto. Agnes is actually Agatha the Witch. Um, um, uh, Doctor Strange is going to show whatever, right? Whatever, whatever uh, theories and rumors were circulating on TikTok, it, I it was exposed to that so often. By the time stuff sh- started getting answered in the show. I just didn't care because <laughs> TikTok took the the punches away from from that for me. Maybe you need to delete TikTok. I actually that's one thing. So the Agatha reveal um, specifically, I didn't really. Yeah, like TikTok was all over that. And if you were on TikTok at all and watched any Wandavision TikToks, that was like yeah a huge talking point. But I kind I, of I would I would like to point out too that after that episode, no wait, I think the episode before actually. Uh-huh. I stopped watching any WandaVision TikToks. That's like you would send some, Flip would send some, they would show up in my <laughs> pipe. I would scroll past them like, nope, I'm done with this. I would watch the funny ones. Someone said we're like gags. Those are funny. I like the gags. I like the memes. But any if any any TikTok started with All right, so I was watching I was watching WandaVision. <laughs> uh, or it's a little detail that I, I think nobody else noticed. And it's like that's you vision. and eighty five thousand know, other like, TikTokers. Yeah. Like, come on! There is no original thought on this show anymore. Like, we're we're podcasting about it right now, but I'm sure it's like the same same thing. There is no original thought on the show anymore. Whatever we're gonna talk about, it's on TikTok already, <laughs> a thousand times. Uh, that's probably true. I so, but I didn't really mind because I think one thing that was nice about the show aside from all of like the tiktok social media theories um which ended up for the most part being completely wrong is that (laughs) i think what was nice about this show is like you could see where things were going but in a way that made sense so like it made sense that Agnes ended up being Agatha, you know, and yes, like whoever all these, you know, people calling that already, but like the way that it flowed, like as the as the story kind of unwound, it made sense. Like it was good storytelling. They weren't just like pulling something out of left field to have something out of left field. Cough, JJ <laughs> Abrams. Um. They, you know, the, the stories, the story you made like sense. you like to unpack it, no, something there, I Kat. wouldn't like to unpack anything. I'm just, he's kind of, you know, he likes to bring out the mystery box and then not actually, it's, like, it's usually an empty anything. box or, yeah, or it's a cookie, like, that's it, it's yeah. a cookie. <laughs> But in this case, like the story, the way it progressed, it felt very natural. Um, so I liked that. So I love I mean, I, I loved the Agatha reveal, even though it wasn't a surprise anymore. Um, the elements of surprise, I guess, was gone thanks to social media. But but the reveal itself was amazing. So, oh, yeah, they, <laughs> I didn't the really execution care. <laughs> was phenomenal. Yeah, I'll give you that. There is one. One reveal in this in the finale, especially in the it came in up in the finale, right? We finally mm. figured out who Ralph was. Yes. Oh, okay. That reveal, I love it because it used our own expectations against us. I was never a fan of the whole Wanda's pulling in characters from the Fox Marvel universe, and that's how they're <laughs> going to combine the universes. I'm like, no, it's a, it's 
you know, gimmick casting, right? They're, they're, yeah. They're, I always think it's just gimmick casting. It's awesome. I love it. It's a wink. The show's all about, you know, uh, sitcoms and shows and using those tropes. That was just kind of branching out and using those same expectations we've gotten from those shows along with more tongue-in-cheek stuff like gimmick casting from other superhero films, specifically the other Marvel Fox uh, characters, right? There was yeah. even a kick-ass reference in that episode. Yes, there was, yeah. So, you know, I, I just, I, I love I love the gimmick casting. I didn't want it to be something more than that. It ended up being better than that because it ended up being He's Ralph. And that's it. Yeah. <laughs> no one. I didn't. I didn't see a TikTok talking about that. No. Underwhel- <laughs> yeah. Was it underwhelming? Maybe. I don't know. I thought it was funny. This is it. It. it it's definitely a, 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 a tactic out of the Ryan Johnson playbook of <laughs> going against fan subvert expectations. Your, subvert yeah. your expectations. Mm-hmm. You know. Okay. Um, like the don't look at me shame. I did not put together that. That he was Ralph, as in like Agnes's Ralph, until like I don't know, like the next day, like <laughs> I didn't. <laughs> and that's what but, makes it so cool because you're expecting this big reveal. I am Ralph. Ha <laughs> ha. Just kidding. I'm Mephisto. Blah 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 blah. <laughs> well, I wasn't expecting that at all. I was thinking we just wouldn't see Ralph. Like no, but that's I, what I so mean. Like, you're expecting something. Yeah. <laughs> like I think the fans in general were expecting something, oh, some huge yeah. reveal because. She keeps bringing him up, and we don't know who it is. And he never shows up, yeah. It's it's a brilliant, brilliant use of subversion and just using our expectations against us. (laughs) A big middle finger to all the TikTokers that ruined (laughs) the surprises. Not that's a surprise. It just ruined the impacts of these reveals for me. So take that, TikTok. (laughs) I was too busy crying because I was literally a blubbering mess during the finale like just like i don't know the whole end like basically i just started crying and it was like 6 45 in my bedroom in the dark watching this show 6 45 in the morning um sobbing in my bed so that's I how will, <laughs> i will say vision's last line uh that whole that whole shtick about i i used to be a voice without a body and then I became this, and then yeah. I wonder what will be next. I was like, that's very good. That is touching. That was the, no, it was the, like, you know, we've said goodbye before. Maybe, you know, it stands to reason that we might say hello again. <laughs> but do, do, we, I, do we know if that was improvised or that was written? I don't think we know. I would be curious to see if we get, like, so there's that behind the scenes show yeah. that's going to come out this week. Um, Mm -hmm. The same day this episode drops. And it'll be interesting to see if we learn anything about if they let them do some improvising, especially because we have learned in kind of like the press that they've done um, and the promo that they've done for WandaVision. And I didn't know this before until thanks to TikTok slash social media um, that I didn't realize that Paul Bettany and Elizabeth Olsen improvised that whole his whole death scene in infinity that's why i Wait, brought it up infinity, infinity war. war okay i want to make sure i had the right yeah well, that whole <laughs> vision's death in infinity war that whole all i feel is you that that was just them improvising and that's kind of like oh that they uh, are really, really in tune it with, really yeah ooh. and it 
it really twists that knife, you know, when you think about the scene in, was it the penultimate episode where she go, goes into store, not breaking in. I mean, she busts a window, but like, whatever. Um, and, you know, <laughs> she says goodbye to Vision and she says, I can't feel you. It's like, oh, mm-hmm. oh, 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 twist, twist that knife. That was a nice emotional, emotional callback uh, and stab. Um <laughs> But yeah, it would be interesting to know if they did did do any improvising. It seems like from what I've read um, from one of the creators um, that I get the feeling that it was mostly written in because it seems like, um, you know, they've talked about a lot of like what what went into the writing and stuff like that. So I get the feeling it was scripted, but maybe not. Maybe I'm just going to. I'm just going to assume that any moving moments between uh, Wanda and Vision are just improvised. Just just spontaneous. Spontaneous, just because that that makes it better for me. (laughs) Yeah, so that's one thing that I don't think I really anticipated from this show was just how good the chemistry was between Elizabeth Olsen and Paul Bettany. I mean, they're both... Um, I liked, you know, I liked both of them in the, you know, first three phases of the MCU, but they obviously didn't get a ton of screen time together. And so, you know, when they're together it at the beginning uh, and on the run in Infinity War, it was like, oh, cool. You know, I saw that coming and I, you know, knew that they're like together in the comics or whatever. But their relationship was not really super fleshed out in the first three phases of the MCU. And so I wasn't, I mean, his death was sad. Like that whole improvised scene is very sad, but I was not as emotionally invested in it at that time due to the fact that they weren't, you know, like they hadn't received as much time. But this WandaVision has now made me really appreciate that relationship and their chemistry a whole lot more and getting the two of them just playing off of each other for nine episodes has was great like I don't I don't think I really truly appreciated um their chemistry um before so that was I mean that's a treat that we got to to see that in greater depth I think personally I loved it. They also, have, I mean, Paul Bettany has great comedic timing. The whole, you know, the <laughs> early, the early sitcom, more sitcom-y episodes were just <laughs> so good. This whole show was so good. No, I have a weird relationship with the fanship. I should call it a fanship. I don't know what to call it, but uh, <laughs> with, with the MCU, because I tend to gravitate towards the side characters more than the main heroes, right? Mm-hmm. So a couple of years yeah. ago, you, if you asked me, well, who's your favorite Avenger? You know, I would say, oh, I'd like Hawkeye. I would get laughed at or sneered at. Ant-Man, because it's Ant-Man. Well, that was before <laughs> Ant-Man showed up, right? But before, like, I like Hawkeye. You know, he's, he's, he's got a family now. That That's a nice little thing. He, I, I want more more from Hawkeye. Obviously, he hasn't been developed, but, you know, I, I like I, I really appreciate the scenes where he shows up in, right? Mm-hmm. I don't know what it is. Don't don't ask me why I don't like Tony Stark or Captain as much as I like Hawkeye. I, I know it's weird. Leave me alone. <laughs> Ant Man is the first series of films within the MCU where I like the the title here, the titular hero, more right. And now it's yeah. like they're my fa- they're like some of my favorite films overall, not just MCU films, just yep. films films. I love the Ant Man movies so 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 much. Um, 
but even during phase three, right, where we had Civil War, we had, you know, the two Avengers films and all that. Anytime Wanda or Vision would show up, I would get those same feelings I would get from uh I would get for Hawkeye. Just I like these side characters. They're weird mm-hmm. and they're quirky. I want to see more of them. Please give me more of these characters. Some of my favorite scenes in Civil War are when Vision's trying to cook for Wanda and he's just completely messing up and <laughs> it's terrible. That is very cute. Uh Hawkeye goes in to break Wanda out and you got this confrontation between three of my weird favorite characters that haven't been developed too much, but they're there. <laughs> I'm like, oh, this is really neat. They're all together in the same room. This is really, really cool. And then they're Ant-Man shows up. Yeah, and then Ant-Man shows up and they're all on the same team. I'm like, yes! <laughs> so I, little, it's, it's, there's weird quirks like that for me with uh, characters in the MCU for the most part. But I think that's so, legit because there are so many characters running around. And it's not that I didn't like, I should, you know, it's not that I didn't like them. I just... Just personally, and because I did like them, and I've always liked Wanda and um, and Vision um, too. But their relate, like their specific, like romantic relationship, I guess. Um, yeah, that was that you was, know that, that was took kind a backseat like, to a lot of yeah, other things. And yes, <laughs> yeah. So, so WandaVision, I think we've talked about it before. Talked about it before, right? When they announced, you know, that these two were getting a show. I was over the moon. It's like cool. We're gonna we're gonna we're gonna get some growth now. Some character stuff. Where they're gonna be the focus. I, I wanted this, but you know, even as excited as I was, and like you're saying, I don't think anybody was expecting it to be this phenomenon that it's become. Yeah, and I mean, I think that's just a credit to the writers and um, you know the the creators of the show plus obviously the talent I mean the cast of this show was just like all of them were phenomenal I mean Elizabeth Olsen Paul Bettany Catherine Hahn um, Catherine Hahn Tia- you know what Tiana um, yes that's, she- that's for Catherine <laughs> Hahn my god you were awesome before but now oof over the top, yes, yeah. I mean, what a catch. And I'm so glad that with things wrapped up, quote unquote, because um, of course in the MCU, nothing is ever really wrapped up. It's like no one is ever dead and no one's ever really gone in Star Wars. Nothing is ever truly wrapped up in the MCU. Every MCU um, show or movie is just a <laughs> teaser for the next thing. Yeah. So I'm so glad that with with WandaVision now with this chapter closed that that Agatha or Agnes um is still there to be tapped again in the future when potentially either Wanda needs help or she gets let loose to cause chaos. You know, we'll see which <laughs> which um which of the two happens first, I think. <laughs> Probably both Do- bound to happen, honestly. Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. Yes, Catherine Hahn better show up. Yeah. <laughs> if she doesn't, I might riot. Um, <laughs> quietly. Can, we, can but- we talk about that for a bit? Oh, yeah. I mean, are we? you want to jump to that right now? Yeah, we can jump to that right now. I'm segueing into that just because I just brought it up. But, all right, we were under the impression, every, anytime Doctor Strange 2 would come up and, you know, people would talk about, oh, yeah, Elizabeth Olsen's in the cast. Mm-hmm. I think everybody talked about them having some sort of mentorship relationship. Yes, yeah. And I was for that, Well, maybe. Right? I don't know, yeah. That, that's all I heard. I didn't come across any versus type type talk. And it made sense at the time. 
But after that final post credit scene, I'm like, <laughs> man, we got the Scarlet Witch making tea and astral projecting at the same time. Doctor Strange had to sleep to do that. No, she can make tea at her little incredible Hulk cabin in the woods. Love it. <laughs> she's, she's, she's strong. She's powerful. Mentally unstable for the most part. Maybe um, she got some therapy, so we'll see how that plays out <laughs> later on. But uh, I, I after that scene, and I mean, we got we got that corrupted, spooky version of the Doctor theme, Doctor Strange theme playing, which was oh, all the chills, right during that those final seconds. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think she's being set up as an antagonistic force in Multiverse of Madness. Not a villain, not a being bad. Yeah, I, 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 I don't want her to make. I don't want them to make Wanda a villain, but they're gonna put heads. I'm and certain I, of it. And I, I would be, I would be okay with that. Um, and I have some thoughts about how I think that might happen based on that post credit scene, um, which I'm sure other people have already talked about. It's not, it's probably not an original thought because I'm sure I'm watching it on TikTok right now. Yeah, I know. I'm sure you are. I didn't get there first. Damn it. Um, and I, so I would be okay with them being a little bit antagonistic. Um, but I'm definitely on the train that I don't want Wanda to become a full on villain. Like no. her, her story is sad enough as it is. Um, and I think, you know, ultimately I would love to see her have some kind of happier ending, um, which I think is possible. Um, because we had White Vision who got at least some memories of Wanda's vision before he flew off somewhere. Um, he's at know, a library he, somewhere. He's at that ship. <laughs> um, before he flew off. And so I would like to imagine that possibly, potentially, you know, there might be a happy ending for those characters down the line um, now that Wanda has been able to let go of some of her grief. Um, so, you know, it would be nice if they didn't turn her into a villain. No, especially I, because I... there's also always this trope of like when women become really powerful and it was mentioned several times in WandaVision, you know, how powerful Wanda is. She's more powerful than the Sorcerer Supreme, you know, like she has this chaos magic, blah, blah, blah. Um, <laughs> she can create, she basically has the power of creation um, and can create things out of thin air. Um, so I would love it if they could avoid the like, oh, it's a powerful woman. We have to put her in a cage and, you know, make her the bad person. And, no, you know, no, no, no. So um, if they could subvert that trope, that'd be great. Thanks. I'm, I, <laughs> I am convinced. I am convinced that she is the new Hulk type character in the MCU. The misunderstood juggernaut that... People are afraid of, but ultimately they they're just misunderstood good people. Mm-hmm. They have to work through some stuff. Yeah. Okay. The parallels I mean, between that final scene and the final scene in the Incredible Hulk, where mm-hmm. it's Edward Norton's version of the Hulk in yeah. a log cabin, working on his power, working on his rage to be able to yeah. control it. It's the same ending. Yeah. So uh, yeah. Not the way people looked at her too when she was yeah. leaving town, Westview. It's 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 Hulkish for me. <laughs> Definitely. And I think I think I would guess and I think that she definitely won't be fully in control kind of 
kind of like the Hulk still had his moments earlier on in in the MCU and those kind of early Avengers movies. Um, I don't think she'll be completely in control, probably, when she and Doctor Strange meet up in the Multiverse of Madness, but I think she'll be getting closer. And yeah. So it would be interesting if it if it become if it's a little bit and if it's a little bit of an antagonistic relationship that then maybe leads her to getting more control possibly, or like in the comics, going to Agatha for help because Agatha is her teacher in the comics. So, I mean, there's a lot of ground that could go there. I mean, oh yeah, I mean they could go. Who there's knows? Still, and- there's still a. It's ultimately it's still a Doctor Strange film. Mm-hmm. And the last time, the, in the last film, right, the, the big bad being set up there was, you know, his former friend Mordo, right? Who yes, kind of yeah. just turned on on the whole sorcerer, sorcerer's uh, uh, mantra, whatever I, you want to call God, it. God, I, I really need to watch that movie again. <sighs> Spoiler the alert. La- the last we saw of him, he warned Doctor yeah. Strange about, you know, you mess, with, you mess with time, bro, and time's going to mess back. I can't deal with this. And then he started <laughs> stealing the magic. The <laughs> He started stealing the magic from other sorcerers. Because he felt there were too many of them. Yeah. So that's going to come into play somehow. It's it's, it's kind of like sealed. Agatha. Yeah. 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 Very much in the same. Uh... What color was his magic? You know how they've all kind of got different colors of magic. So like all the sorcerers seem to have that yellow. But yellow. I don't think his was yellow. Was it yellow? Agatha's it was, is purple. Yeah, no, the Sorcerer Supreme all, I think, if I remember correctly, I mean, well, we could check this later, and if you're listening, you can correct me on social yeah, media. Yeah, I but, mean, please. Uh, <laughs> we did not prepare for this part of the conversation, but no. I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure they're all yellow. Okay, I'm just curious. That also, yeah, it's just curious because I recently read um, the Scarlet Witch, like, comic book. Um, that I think came out in like ooh, 2015 or 16 or something. Mm-hmm. Um, and as part of that, um, there's kind of this like she has run-ins with other witches, um, and they all have like color names associated with them. So there's like the Emerald Warlock or Wizard or something. <laughs> um, no. <laughs> And there, there's another one um, now. I can't remember. And so, I've since returned those books to the library. But anyway, so, but they all have, like, colors associated with, so, you know, there's, like, there was, like, an emerald, there was, like, a violet, something are or they, other. Um, are they, like, the green lanterns and the blue lanterns and yellow lanterns from the DC comics? Well, I don't know anything about those, so maybe. <laughs> but it's, like, you know, they all have, like, the it's... Kind of like in the MCU where, like, she is the Scarlet Witch and it's kind of this, like, um, um, well, I guess maybe not, like, in the MCU because in the MCU it seems like it's, anyway, yeah, we're, it's like they kind (laughs) of, oh, God, how do I want to explain, and I'm, I, anyway, but it's like they, for whatever, like, region that they live in, like, they're, like, that region's, like, head magic user or like strongest magic user as a color and, associated and with they them. have a color associated with them so mm. um i was just wondering given that we saw some different colors of magic in wandavision i was just i can't it's been a long time since i've watched dr strange so now i need to add that to my list to watch again god it's growing exponentially i don't have time <laughs> Boo hoo! You gotta Boo-hoo. watch one of the I better know. MCU movies. <laughs> Boo hoo! 
I know. I like Doctor my, Strange. It wasn't my favorite, though. Really? I loved it. Yeah. I. It's I mean, it's a magic Iron Man, but, know, you know, but it's cooler because it's magic. And, yeah, I don't know. I need to watch it again. We'll leave it at that. I need to watch it again. <laughs> that was like, you know, over halfway through my MCU binge, and I also might have been a little bit like, oh, God. <laughs> it has. There's it's so also, many. It also has one of my favorite MCU soundtracks, if not my favorite. So I, that 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 might paint my my perception of it just because I love the score for that movie. Okay, fair enough. So, um, disclaimer. Little, all right. Device. Anyway, but enough of Doctor Strange. Get out of here. <laughs> 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 there, yeah, there are lots of ways it it they could possibly tie it in. So just don't make Wanda a villain. So circling back to that. So. Uh, <laughs> Segue here to another yes. character and another s- movie setup. Yes. Captain Marvel 2, Monica Rambo, scroll invasion that I think is happening because we keep seeing scrolls show up in positions of power on Earth and it's kind of freaking me out. And we know <laughs> there is a Secret Wars coming out soon. Um, yeah, aren't they making that's going to be a TV? One of the, the TV, I keep saying TV show, one of the Disney Plus, the on demand uh, Disney Plus series, right? They, that mm-hmm. got announced over in the fall. God, when was that? In the fall, I guess, when they announced like 8,000 things um, that we never covered on the podcast. <laughs> and like, I can barely remember because it was literally. So many of them, but you're right. And I think they. I uh, don't worry, TikTok covered it. Yeah. <laughs> You know how you keep telling me to delete Twitter? Just, I mean, Adrian, delete TikTok. <laughs> I want to, but it won't let me. TikTok is my hex. I know. Yeah, it's hard. Uh, it's easy to get sucked in there and stay in there for hours. <laughs> um. Yes. Yeah. So first of all, Tiana Paris as Monica was just a plus plus like. God, such good casting. Um, love her. She was great. I want to see more of her. It was sad that we didn't get to see very much of her in kind of the last three episodes overall. Um, and it sounds like there was some stuff that was cut that she was more involved in, which is kind of a bummer. You know, um, Disney really needs to release their Disney Plus shows on Blu-ray. With extra features, because I yes. need to see the cut sequence with the werewolf rabbit. Yeah, the, the demon <laughs> the, rabbit. The demon rabbit that they cut out. I The way to describe that, just, I need it. I need to see that. I don't care <laughs> if it's unfinished effects or it's an animatic. Show me, show me that, por favor. Come on, Disney. I don't, did you ever read the, the series Bononcula? What'd you call me? But- <laughs> Um, it's about, it's a, it's a vampire rabbit, so Bonuncula, like Dracula, but Bonuncula. I've read Dogzilla. Dog, <laughs> well, so kind of like that. Um, <laughs> it's a vampire rabbit, and like, literally, that's what I'm envisioning, is like, red glowing eyes and like, a uh, rabbit with like, giant vampire teeth. Um. <laughs> Have you seen An American Werewolf in London? No. That's the way they describe the rabbit. And if you've seen An American Werewolf in London, you know exactly what they're talking about. And okay. holy shit, that would have been something worth the admission price to watch. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to have to go Google that later on. Yeah, so so anyway, yeah. So Monica Rambeau, 
um, who's clearly come into her powers, which I wish we got to see a little bit more of, but it's cool we got to see a little bit at all. Um, that was neat. I loved her. She was so good. <laughs> I, I, what? Why are you laughing? I actually, I'm really, honestly, more of what makes me sad about the finale and her not having as much time in there is because, um, I really loved her. Like, she didn't know who Wanda was at the, like, personally, at the beginning of this series. But they were connected by their shared grief over losing a loved one. And, you know, Monica's whole thing was, you know, and, you know, her standing up to Hayward because she understood, you know, empathized with what Wanda was going through and even says, I think in the finale, like, you know, I would have done the same thing to get my mother back. And I think that that like it's so I wish they had had a little bit more time with the two of them to kind of like talk a little bit more because that was like, I mean, who among us wouldn't feel the same way? Like if you had the power to bring back someone you loved that had died that you were mourning, you know, whether it was a, you know, a spouse or a parent or a child, like who among us probably wouldn't want to do that, you know, bring that person back to spend more time with them. And so I loved that Monica, you know, had this deep empathetic connection uh, to Wanda and was basically, you know, like kind of her advocate in the real world. Like, you know, she's struggling with this. She just happens to have these powers that are exacerbating the situation. Like she's not a bad person. She's just grieving. Um, you know, she's not doing this to be evil. She's doing this because she's sad and she's hurt. Um, so I wish that they had had a little bit more time, the two of them in the finale. All right. So, so two points on that. Talking, hearing you lay it out like that, I'm realizing that WandaVision plays with, plays with that whole. Uh, you see this a lot in sci-fi and horror movies. You know what? What the consequences of playing God and bringing back dead loved ones? Mm-hmm. It never ends well. So it, it plays with that trope very nicely. I just realized. So. Yeah, if, if you if you can't process your oh, like it's like pet cemetery. WandaVision is pet cemetery. <laughs> Except you, you can't process your grief. You find some sort of magical way to bring back your dead loved ones. Chaos <laughs> ensues. WandaVision is pet cemetery. Same thing. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's the same thing. It's oh my god. <laughs> so I, I I appreciate the way you laid that out because it's just one more little. Uh, feather in the cap that is this amazing WandaVision cap, right? It's a uh, it plays with that trope very well. Uh, second, I've been seeing conflicting stuff online about the finale that you know COVID got in the way of you know finishing production the way they initially intended to, but then later on I read some stuff that production did resume like I think in September for a couple weeks. I don't know because initially my understanding was that they had to cut some stuff because they couldn't do it. Yeah, of COVID. I'm, yeah, I mean, I think the most recent thing I read was was at least about the one scene with Monica and the kids and the rabbit, um, and they couldn't finish that because of the effects or something. You know, it they ran out of time or with COVID, maybe it didn't. I don't know if it got filmed all of it or something. So 
Because I, I as, as effective as the finale was, I, I really enjoyed the finale. I think it's a solid episode. Uh, it's not my favorite because it did feel like a lot of other characters or plots were just kind of sidelined. Yeah. White Vision yeah. was there for a little bit, and then he just <laughs> then he, eats, he eats it out of there, and that, that's yeah. it. He doesn't come, come back again. All right, yeah. set up for a later time. Sure, whatever, but <laughs> whatever. Uh, Monica, the same thing, too. Darcy just kind of has a throwaway line where they say she... You know, yeah. Uh, <laughs> what, what was it? Uh, uh, debriefs her for the week or something. Yeah, debriefs her for. Yeah, I mean, she gets like one. She you know rams Hayward's car, so she gets like that satisfying moment, and then she, that's literally like she's there for like ten seconds, less than probably. And then like five seconds. everybody's everybody's new favorite agent in the MCU, Jimmy Woo, is just kind of there. Yeah. Hey, power authority looks good on you. You're probably yeah. a scroll now too, huh? Oh, no, not Jimmy. Oh, they better not make him a scroll. But I'm just saying, anytime I see someone in authority now, moving forward, I'm just going to assume they're a scroll. Assume they're a scroll. Yeah, yeah, but uh, that that aside... I I kind of I guess it kind of feels like it was rushed, maybe, or should have been a longer episode. A little bit, yeah. And yeah, I mean, I I do wish we had gotten a little bit more. Like, I did love the way it wrapped up, and I mean, we have had conversations in our text thread, and I was like, oh, maybe you know, like the two visions will merge and they'll get there happily ever after. But obviously, um, I knew how it was going to end. Despite that was, I mean, that was my wish. Um, which is why I still hope the characters maybe get a happy, <laughs> happily ever after later is like, but again, like I was saying earlier, you knew what was going to happen. Like you knew Wanda was going to have to end the hex and that she was going to have to say goodbye. Like that is what made sense. And that is what she had to do. And that is also what made it, you know, so sad because she finally did have to get to that like acceptance stage of her grief and say goodbye and, you know, bring it to a close. And so it, you, you it, that, that wrapped it up really well um, from the grief angle. I think, yes, from some of the other maybe plot line angles, maybe not quite as well, but that particular like, Wanda and Vision and Billy and Tommy. Oh, God. Sobbing. Sobbing. So sad. Just like Pet Cemetery, I'm telling you. <laughs> you're ruining us, Adrian. You're ruining us. Uh- <laughs> also, can I say, I'm I'm glad uh, Hayward was not Ultron. I did not like that theory what? ever. Wait. You never saw that one? No, I mean, I saw that the, like, white vision is Ultron theory, but there was a theory that Hayward was Ultron? Yeah, no, Are so you- the white vision, like, uh, even I was like, oh, I'm- snap, James Spader's voice is gonna come out of white Ultron, I'm gonna- <laughs> that's gonna be cool. It didn't happen, I wasn't disappointed. It's cool, again, set up for vision. I'm glad Paul Bettany still has a job in the NCU later on. Yeah, he's so great, so. But, uh, yeah, he was, uh, Hayward was rumored to be or theorized to be Ultron and that got a lot of traction. I saw that a yeah, lot. Yeah, don't don't say rumored, say TikTok. Theorized. <laughs> I'm saying, changing it to theorized. And oh, I man. was just like, that I is missed that. Did you guys hurt yourself stretching that much? Like what? <laughs> it's the same stretch that Reed Richards was the aerospace engineer. You see what I did there? <laughs> see, see what I did there? <laughs> Get out. <laughs> Never. Pet Cemetery is a good movie. 
I... <laughs> okay, well, I had missed the Hayward is Ultron theory, or maybe blocked it out of my memory, because I think at a certain point I was like, okay, stop. Like, this... No. <laughs> so I'm glad I missed that, because... You know, just tangent again, just because I'm stuck on that pet cemetery thing. Small tangent. The one time <laughs> that I can think of right now at the top of my head where <laughs> Resurrection is in play, okay. and it ends up being a benefit for everybody, it's Justice League. Yeah, but even that starts out kind of rocky. Yeah, but <laughs> that's what makes Justice League so lame. Even after that rocky start, everything just kind of fixes itself, and mm. there's no consequences for playing God that way. For pl- Yeah. Mm. So that, that makes it lame. Like. <laughs> noted uh anyway where are we going oh monica rambo yeah so i like i mean i think the little like mid-credit scene like she you know she obviously knows who the scrolls are because of her mother and association with um carol so I think that's a good, you know, kind of setup for the future. Hopefully indicating that we'll see her again. Um, what would be cool is like if Darcy, Jimmy and Monica made like other cameos and some of the other because that's like my new favorite dream team, too. That's one thing I didn't expect to come out of the show. Uh-huh. But like my new favorite MCU trio is Jimmy Woo, Darcy and Monica. Absolutely. <laughs> and like they could just... I would- Watch a Jimmy Woo-centric <laughs> show with... Give me the X-Files with Jimmy Woo and Darcy. Yes, that would be that would be great. Um, I would... It would be hilarious if they just kind of, like, popped up in some of the other shows that they're doing on the MCU. Just like, oh, little cameo. <laughs> <laughs> Wend their way through the MCU universe. That'd be great. I would, I would approve of that if somebody wanted to do that. Make it so... Happen. So as far as Monica's journey moving forward, um, I went back and watched the ending of Captain Marvel again. Okay. Uh, the last conversation uh, Monica has with Nick Fury right at the end there, they're talking about her, you know, going up to the space, you know. Oh, yeah, you're, but you're going to have to learn how to glow like your Aunt Carol. Mm-hmm. Yeah, maybe I can meet you halfway there. You know, there's a lot of, in retrospect, it's a setup almost, right? Yes, yeah. So uh, I remember during our thre- chat thread, you were like, oh, who who... Who's the mutual friend? Is it Captain Marvel? Is it Nick Fury? Who is it Talos? Who is it? Yeah. Pretty sure it's Nick Fury after seeing that ending. Y- yeah. I mean, they do reference a he, so it's probably right. not Carol, but um So Yeah. So I'm just wondering what what are they going to do with that cuz something went down with Carol cuz anytime Captain Marvel has come up since Spider-Man uh Far From Home, it's been kind of like a touchy or emotional yeah, like, type of reaction. Yeah. Don't talk about her. <laughs> don't invoke her name or, oh, well, gee, yeah, Monica's reaction to her anytime she came up in WandaVision. I mean, he goes without saying some drama went down or she's But resentful. it was, but Nick Fury was a scroll in Far From Home. Exactly. It was, it was actually Talos. It wasn't, um, it wasn't. Yeah. Nick Fury himself. Ah, uh, so exactly. Uh, that's that's what I'm getting at. What, but what, they were what's... friends. Yeah. What happened? Because they they had like worked it out at the end of, uh, or mo- maybe mostly worked it out at the end of Captain yeah, Marvel, Marvel. Marvel ends with them going on an intergalactic road trip to go find them a new home. That's true. Something obviously happens. Just Something it's yeah. touchy. <laughs> so I'm wondering how much of that is going to be explored in Secret Wars, how much of that is going to be explored 
in Captain Marvel 2? Will adult Monica show up in Captain Marvel 2? Or is... There's a lot of... Give her her own damn show. Yeah, there's a lot of threads here that can either show up in one spot or they're going to be explored through multiple... Yeah. Multiple uh, threads, multiple shows and movies. Yeah. It kind of makes me curious where... Because, like, you've mentioned The Secret Wars, which I don't really know anything about... But a lot That's of your people. Next comic to read, I guess. Um, a lot of people have been talking about because with Doctor Strange and the multiverse of madness, you know that we might get the introduction of the multiverse, and um, you know, there's talk about like Mephisto coming back as <laughs> or coming back as being you know potentially like Mephisto might be one of the big bad so there's a lot of directions that they could take um so yeah it'll be interesting to see how these threads I don't know go out and then come back together and how that might end up so let me ask you uh let's, let's break it down right Captain Marvel 2 should it be another prequel movie or should it catch up modern day and have Brie Larson and Captain Marvel meet up with uh, adult uh, Monica. Ooh, well, I... God, that's hard. I would like to see adult Monica again, and I think it makes the most sense for her to um, show up again there. And I would... I, but I would also kind of like to know what happened. But I think we could see that in like some sort of like flashback or something. So I think I think for Captain Marvel too, I would go caught up, you know, modern era adult Monica. Um, now that she has super superpowers, they could hash out their feelings like adults and fight each other. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> well, here, well, here's the inverse, right? Okay. So in the past, whenever Marvel has come up with a TV show that's supposedly set in the MCU, mm-hmm. they reference stuff in the movies or movie characters show up in the show, but it's never the inverse, right? These show characters never showed up in the movies. Yeah. This is a new era of Marvel TV where it mm-hmm. is interconnected like explicitly, right? It's not just vague references anymore. Are we going to see these TV show characters show up in the movies? Seems more likely to me now. But, I, yeah. but there is still that possibility that, you know, Monica's role could just be delegated to Disney Plus for the foreseeable future and keep those two. I, I'm, I'm seeing them as both Captain Marvel, uh, like a splinter of the Captain Marvel franchise, right? Yeah. So I'm, I'm just wondering if they want, why would they want to combine them or why would they not? Or why would they want to keep them separate, so to speak? Well, Monica Rambeau is Captain Marvel. Exactly. But um, in the comics. Is she going to become Captain Marvel or is she going to Photon, is it? Um, she, She's had several, several different names. And I am not, so, you know, shame. there's a lot of Marvel comics. <laughs> I am not familiar intimately with all of them. I do know that she's gone by several different names. So she's gone by, she was Captain Marvel. She was actually Captain Marvel before Captain Marvel was Captain Marvel. Before Carol Danvers was Captain Marvel. Anyway. Really? I didn't um, know that. Yes. Yeah. In the comics, she's actually, she was Captain Marvel first. Um, then she went by Spectrum, I think, and Photon. So she's got like a couple different superhero names <laughs> she could she could go by. Um, so I guess it remains to be seen what she will actually go by. But 
I think it would be cool if they brought Monica, adult Monica, into, especially because of S.W.O.R.D. and her mother's role in that, and presumably, I guess, maybe Monica's continuing role in that. Um, and the fact that she, you know, knows Scrolls and Nick Fury... I, yeah, I mean, I could see, yeah, I could see it going both ways. I think it would be cool if she crossed over into the movies. And I think I would like to see her cross over into the movies some way. But if it, if it meant that she would have like more of a vehicle for herself on the Disney Plus, I would be okay with that too. See, for me, um, um, it, it goes back to that same, that same issue I have with these, uh, cinematic universes, right? Like, like when Darth Maul showed up in Solo as a Star Wars fan, that was <laughs> phenomenal. That was it makes sense. This is really cool. It's one universe. It's all connected. As as a general audience movie guy, as a yeah, guy that likes like, reading about storytelling and learning about storytelling, I was thinking right off the bat, shit, I'm gonna have to explain this to my mom and my siblings on the way home because <laughs> they're not gonna have any idea. But but it's, a, it's the same situation with 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 this show. This show this show set up a lot of stuff that's probably going to show up in movies. My mom, I'm using my mom as an example, was not <laughs> watching this show. Mm-hmm. She's going to have to now for Doctor Strange too. Yeah, it's, it's it's stuff like that now. Where do you really need to watch nine hours of quote unquote extra uh, material to watch one movie for two hours? I would argue. Well, I. <sighs> I mean, I would argue to get all the payoffs, probably yes. But I think I feel, and I say this as someone who, I mean, if you followed us on Force Fan Podcast, you know that I did not watch the MCU movies as they came out. Um, I was very sporadic in my viewing and had to, you know, do my whole, like, marathon of the MCU. And I think, based on what I had seen and then what I mainlined, I, I feel like the MCU was pretty good, pretty good about making it so that if you had built on this library of references, you know, there's a lot of littler things that pay off, you know, as they keep building on each other. I think they will still continue it such that you won't necessarily have had to watch, you know, nine hours of a TV show or not quite nine hours of a TV show to enjoy a movie. Like maybe Eight you'll have some questions. Hours, yeah. <laughs> they weren't all hour long episodes, Adrian. You know, none of them were. 15 just... min- yeah, 15 minutes were credits. So you take that. Fine, Kat, right? I'll go back and add up the length of every episode so I can give you an accurate Get it the number. exact number, yes. Um, My mom has to watch seven hours and 32 minutes of WandaVision to yeah. fully appreciate the little, the little payoffs and the. And the yeah. big things showing up in The Doctor Strange too. But I mean, that was like, you know, the same way about watching all of the MCU movies, you know, in order as they came out to get all of those little payoffs. Well, um, I, so I'd I think... Argue... I'd argue, I mean, it's they're movies, right? They're these blockbusters. I think, I think the, casual, the casual audience... Yeah, but movies. that's what I'm saying is like I think they will keep that. Like I, you'll be able to go see Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness, having only watched the movies, and I think it will still be 
coherent enough that if you WandaVision was not something that interested you, you will still be able to enjoy it. I mean, at least in then, the case of Monica, yeah, so she Monica. was introduced in Captain Marvel. I mean, yes, she was a kid, but it's very clear in that movie that, like, it took place in the early 90s or the 90s. So, like, obviously, if they move it into the modern era, you know, she's not a little girl anymore. You know, 20 years has passed. Just so, saying, if, if Monica shows up in Captain Marvel 2 as an adult and she has superpowers all of a sudden and you haven't watched... <laughs> WandaVision. And what, yes. So that might be a little bit like weird. Um. So if you're my mom, you're like, be like what, what's But what's I that? don't necessarily think Monica herself showing up would be all that weird given that we did see little Monica, kid Monica in the first No, no, I'm talking Marvel. specifically about superpowered adult oh, Monica. Super, okay, all yeah. right. Yeah, I mean, that might be a little bit like, what the hell? Again, where, there's where no clear-cut answer for this, because for, for fans devoted to the franchise overall that are watching I every mean, second... They're, yeah, they're going to watch every second. It's it's wonderful, right, seeing God. all this stuff interconnect. But, I mean, you still do have that... I don't want to call it a danger, but it's just... I, it is, no, issue. I mean, I think it, 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 it is a danger that they have to be cognizant of as and if... You know, some of these characters that are introduced on screen come into the movies. Um, So, I mean, I guess the one bonus, bonus, quote unquote, with Monica is that like, yes, we saw her develop these powers in WandaVision, but they're not really fully explored yet. Like, she's not really come to terms with the fact that, like, <laughs> oh shit, now I have superpowers. Like, they are very vague. I, oh, yeah, you're right. They are very vague so, powers. So, we, we do potentially, if she is brought into the movies, we might, especially if it's set in the modern day, we might actually get a chance to maybe explore that a little bit more. Um, or see her learning to develop these a little bit more. And I mean, one thing that I liked about the MCU, like with Spider-Man, for example, is we didn't have like the typical like, ooh, how did I get my powers, you know, which we see with a lot of the other superheroes. Um, but, and oh, well, Spider-Man's been we, told I mean, like, it's been done to death in the movie. Yes, so, which, yeah, is, we, which is why I'm really glad <laughs> they didn't have that. But they, you know... I mean, I guess Monica would be at it would be kind of a loss given that not as many people are familiar with her character. So maybe that's not really the the greatest analogy to make. But um, yeah, Monica hasn't been bitten by a spider, or her parents haven't <laughs> been gunned down in an alley, <laughs> or she's not from we a haven't seen planet. her origin. Yeah. yeah. So okay, so maybe not really a fair comparison to make. I'll, you're right. Um, and I'm sorry to bring this up. I feel like I bring this up whenever we talk about shared universes that are overlapping with, you know, Well, but I mean, it's a good point because you want your universe to stay accessible to a casual viewer and not the crazy people who watch the episodes 15 times and then make 8,000 TikToks <laughs> about it. So, and then podcasts um, about it. And then podcasts about it. Well, what? we've only done one of those things. Um <laughs> <laughs> So, so I, but I mean, I think it's a genuine question that the creators and, of these shared universes, especially super sprawling ones like the MCU, 
have to be cognizant of at a certain level. And this, the, the, the benefit of having Disney plus is obviously that we get to see, you know, some of these more minor characters have their stories develop, see more of them. But yes, I think it, it potentially, depending on how they do it, could run the risk of if, if and when, because I do think it will happen eventually, when these characters start to cross over to the movies that you would potentially lose some audience members. To, to if, not lose them? If it's too heavy. To or not lose the, them, you would have to be very vague about it. Yeah. And at that point, you're doing a disservice to the series, I think. Yeah. No, I mean, it's it's, it's going to be damn, hard. It's a catch-22, you know, it's a damned if you do, damned if you don't. Yeah. But, I mean, I feel, you know, someone like Monica, like, she, I feel like she should be able to be on the big screen, so I would hate to see her character, not, I mean, not that the Disney series, Disney Plus series are necessarily, like, less prestigious or anything, obviously it's, like, a huge deal um and they've got what was it the call today you know they've got like a million over a hundred million subscribers you know there's all this like but you know i think it would be really cool to see her cross over to the movies so i hope it happens at some point you know i, you know, I just had a thought mm. at some point in the future a couple of years from now there's a new avengers movie or some other big event movie in the mcu and White Vision shows up, and there's gonna be like that one person in the theater. Everybody's clapping when White when White Vision <laughs> He's shows gonna up. He's gonna be like, huh? And then the one person, I thought Thanos killed him in Infinity uh, War. <laughs> you know, yeah, yeah. And I mean, the per- and then the person he's next to, sitting next to. Well, let me tell you something. Yeah. And then he pulls out, <laughs> and he pulls out the Charlie Day uh, conspiracy board and starts connecting yeah. everything. <laughs> I connected these dots. You didn't connect shit. Um, it's funny to think yeah, about. Yeah, no, but, I mean, yeah. that's actually a good point, too, because White Vision is now off wandering around, and you know that he's going to show up at a certain point. Like, yeah. I think that's that's a given. Like, we are going to, like, he's, Vision is still, well, a version of Vision is still alive. He will show up again somewhere, somehow. So, uh, so yeah, I mean, that's, I mean, obviously we've seen him before, but it's kind of the same thing, you know, somebody's going to be like, huh, why is he white? Or maybe they'll just, you know, gloss over that by, but, you know, why is he, he alive? Dead. I thought he was dead. Yeah. I don't know why he's from Texas or Kentucky. I don't know why they can't <laughs> talk that way, but he's in the theater and he's confused. He's dead, Bob. <laughs> Say you he did. Uh. Oh well, you didn't see that there WandaVision. They totally yeah. pet cemetery disease. <laughs> That'll be you, Adrian. <laughs> Lady, I'm from Texas, but I'm not from that part of Texas. <laughs> so on that note, any 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 closing thoughts before we put WandaVision uh, to rest? Wait, wait, the- wait. Let me oh. okay. Let me let me pull up my notes oh. real quick. We've talked about a lot. Um. I think I think we hit I think we hit everything that I had let wanted me, to talk about. Let me let me check TikTok to make sure we didn't miss. No, anything. my God, throw it out the window. <laughs> yeah. um, I love TikTok, but no, um, it no, was TikTok I think all along. Yeah, <laughs> I think I just my my only pet peeve or other critique is like what the. F- Frick, were the rest of the Avengers doing while Wanda has created this giant 
giant hex in New Jersey. Like, guys, did nobody think to pick up a cell phone and freaking call her? Like, come on. The only one I have an issue with with that is Hawkeye, because they, they have a pre-existing relationship. Yeah. Hulk never really seemed to pay her much attention. Like, he stayed away from her. They had a really rocky start in Age of Ultron, so yes, I don't think yes. he liked her much. No. Um, Doctor Strange, I'm sure we'll get some sort of... Yeah, I mean, like, he's in freaking New York. Did he not? Yeah, like, what were you doing, dude? Could you not sense doing, all of the he energy? Was doing, he was doing he was, sorcery, hand wavy. He was in a different dimension, just kind of oh. doing Multiverse of Madness stuff. Yeah, that's but, why uh, he's useless. <laughs> ouch. I'm kidding. But Haw- Hawkeye's the only one I'm kind of kind of like, hmm, about. But even then, Hawkeye is not really... He has, he has technically not been an Avenger since Age of Ultron. They just keep... He, he He's a... Uh, Keeps getting he's, uh, sucked back in. He's Michael Corleone of the Avengers. You know, anytime he, just when I think I'm out, they pull <laughs> me back in. Yeah. You know, and I mean, he's, yes, he's got a family and his own kids that I'm so, sure he was. And especially, you know, his kid, he, he's been without a family for five years. Yeah. He's going to be spending time with them. He's, he's going to be disconnected from everything else. Hey, honey, kids, I spent the last five years killing Yakuza and other gangsters and <laughs> just war criming the hell out of bad people. <laughs> oh, God. Um, I think I gotta disconnect Ooh. from that for a while. Let's just have another cookout. <laughs> Let's go off the grid. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, yes, obviously the world is literally still still reeling from because this takes place so soon after like the the re blip or re snap or whatever the hell the unblipping the unblipping. Um. <laughs> So, you know, obviously a lot of shit has happened and everybody's probably still trying. I mean, at this point, like, I mean, you've got to think that there's like an element of grief kind of everywhere because of what happened with the blip. Um, So, oh, but still, like, no one, no one else noticed Falcon, Falcon and Bucky, their show was supposed to come out first. So chronologically speaking, whatever they're dealing with and what they're going to be end up dealing with in the Falcon and the Winter Soldier might not allow them to have even noticed or help with with Wanda. With yeah, Wanda. that's true. Yeah. Have you seen so, that hilarious meme that was that's like the picture of the three of them from uh Stark's funeral scene and it's like we're not going to give you therapy we're going to give you a Disney Plus show (laughs) 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 like yes um yeah it will be interesting to see if with Falcon and the Winter Soldier like if they adjusted anything script or timeline wise to reflect the flip like if it will now actually take place later uh, timeline wise, I guess, but as, as far you know. as the Avengers right now as an organization, they're kind of disbanded. They're kind of, yeah, they're kind of kaput, but still seriously, I don't know. Someone, they're, anyone, they're, 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 they're all dealing with their own stuff, except for <sighs> he just doesn't care. <laughs> he just went back off to some other cabin in the woods or something. He's, uh, he's fixing up that arm of his, you know, he's... But, I mean, is there not, like, an Avengers Rolodex or somewhere? Someone wasn't like, <laughs> maybe we should check on these people. <laughs> Apparently not. Um... Lady, there was a whole movie where they fought about, uh, fought about that, because they didn't uh, want people checking up on them. I know. I need to go back and rewatch that before <laughs> next week. 
<laughs> All right, we've been talking about this for over an hour now. I'm gonna have to do some editing and post. Uh, we could keep on talking about this, but clearly, I think yeah, I think we've covered quite a bit. Anyway, loved WandaVision to wrap up. Loved WandaVision. I thought I the ending for me was. I mean, it was unexpectedly hilarious. I, you know, loved all of the characters and the actors. Um, the ending felt extremely cathartic, not just from a story sense, but also from like a personal sense, um, given what is going on in the world right now. Um, maybe I just really needed to cry for 20 minutes. Um, whatever. Uh, so the ending felt very you a hug. <laughs> the ending felt very cathartic um, for me in that way. Um, so I have loved this show from start to finish, and I think it's a really strong start for the Marvel shows on Disney Plus. And I'm really happy that it ended up being the first one that we got to see. Um, I also liked that it was completely different from any of the Marvel mm-hmm. movies that we've seen before. And I mean, I think we talked about this a little bit in the first WandaVision episode that we did, but it's it's nice to see that they ha- took some creative risks and that we're kind of seeing something a little bit different. And given the success that the show has had, you know, the continuous buzz on social media, um, for better or worse, um, okay. I hope... <laughs> No matter what you're feeling about that is, you know, I hope that the response to this show encourages um, the higher ups to let, you know, the creators that they bring on take risks and do different things to keep exploring these characters. So, yeah. That's that's Very those are my well final put. thoughts. <laughs> I I have nothing like that. Uh, <laughs> I'm just, I'm just glad I can tell people Wanda's one of my favorite Avengers, and I won't be ridiculed now, or or oh, I I won't get comments. Oh, it's just it's just because she's hot. No, 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 no. Yeah, no. Just just saying. I mean, uh, I always I always love a powerful woman. Um, so I'm definitely predictable that way. So. It was great to see more of Wanda because we didn't get to see enough of her in the, you know, mainstream MCU. Yeah, I'm, I'm so Hell glad yeah. she's been upgraded to major player. Scarlet now. Witch! Oh my god, that reveal with the Mind Stone and like she saw the vision and holy oh, shit, yeah, her costume! Cool. Oh, it's so For real, good. we can keep talking about this, but so we really gotta wrap good. up. <laughs> yeah, okay. We gotta anyway, wrap up. We gotta wrap uh, up. If you want to keep talking with us, because obviously we're still going to be talking about this for a couple of weeks, uh, offline and <laughs> online, uh, please let us know your thoughts. Share some TikToks with us. I might not watch them, but share them anyway. <laughs> I'll watch uh, them. She'll watch them because she's always on the internet. What? What? It's <laughs> true. Um, yeah, you can do so on Instagram and Twitter at BrainSlugPod or our website, BlueLabPro.com slash BrainSlug. Uh, if you have something for me specifically, you can find me on Instagram at Blue Lab Pro. You can find me all the time on <laughs> Twitter <laughs> and sometimes on Instagram at Cat Ray. So uh, until next time, everybody. Bye. It was TikTok all along. <laughs>
from Blue Lab Productions, thanks for listening to the Brain Slug Podcast. Edited and produced by Adrian Mesa with original music composed by Felipe Rosales and original art by Mitsu Overstreet. Please rate and review our show on Apple Podcast, Spotify, Google Play, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. All rights reserved. <laughs>